You are now listening to a special edition KCSU music podcast called Acknowledging the Mentality Behind Music with me, Mimi, and my special guest, Ave, where we will be specifically discussing mental health in the music industry. This podcast is meant to enlighten music lovers and listeners about the growing problems of mental health issues within the music industry. Ave, thank you for being here today. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Today, we're just kind of going to be discussing a little bit about uh, the decline of mental health in the music industry, which Mm -hmm. I believe is a big problem that we don't necessarily acknowledge a lot being big music lovers, Mm -hmm. especially at our age. And it's just always been something that I've thought about and especially seeing examples such as the 27 Club, where you have Mm -hmm. a bunch of artists that have died at the age of 27 and a majority of those artists either commit suicide due to substance abuse or just... Just Just flat out taking their own life, yeah. Yeah, due to like anxiety and depression. And after everything like that happened, no one really came up with an organization within the U.S. to ask artists to come forward and talk about these problems. But then the more research I was doing, the more I was figuring out that a lot of uh, American artists have struggled with anxiety and depression. I saw a lot from Beyonce talks a lot about it. Janet Jackson, Kanye West obviously Mm -hmm. was hospitalized for a multitude of mental health problems and then also thinking about suicide, I believe. And then you have people like Elvis Presley who was just speculated to have a heart attack, but there was a lot of conspiracies about him overdosing. Mm. Those are just a couple examples, but in the UK, they do a lot of advocating for artists with mental health problems. So they will go to a bunch of different music festivals around the UK and kind of post up with tents for certain organizations like help musicians advocating for um, mental health within um, the music industry. And they'll just try to get the word out and get as much publicity on the problem. But we don't do anything like that here. Why don't we do anything? Because I feel like a multitude of artists come from the U.S. anyways. Most definitely. And really being an artist, there is a lot of struggle and pain in order to create such great things that these artists that we love and worship create. Mm-hmm. You know, they are coming from a very dark place when they when they make art and when mm-hmm. they have art that is that is showcased on such a grand level. And when you are deified, when you're made a God in people's eyes, that's a lot of pressure yeah. because now. Number one, you haven't really solved the issues that you've had, usually from from childhood. So if those aren't solved, now you're a 20-something pretty much with the same mentality that you did when you were a kid. Because these these this trauma that artists go through, if they aren't mended, they stay at that stage in their life. There's a lot of research that has been done on trauma and a lot of people that endure trauma remain in that same time they they have the same mindset that they did at the time that the trauma happened which is obviously sad in itself but then once you throw money at somebody and throw a bunch of fans in front of them how are you supposed to operate what are well, you supposed they don't, to do with that and especially with that they don't have the ability to grow mm-hmm. so Most when definitely. you when you're like under such a spotlight you're expected to excel creatively mm-hmm. 
I mean, a lot of these artists just don't have the time, nor do they know how to kind of leave the spotlight in order to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. When I first thought about talking on this topic, I always thought, well, the reason why they're so messed up and the reason why they're going through, you know, these mental problems is because they they are so looked upon to Mm. creatively excel and to be better. And there's so much competition, especially within the music industry. I mean, you just get money thrown at you. And if you don't take the time or the effort to take care of yourself, then how can you ever move past that and grow? And people don't know how to. That's where the issue starts Mm -hmm. more than anything. And you can't blame somebody for not knowing how to take care of themselves. Psychologically, a lot of people don't know what it takes in order to maintain yourself. And you shouldn't rely on yourself all the time. That's not that's not realistic. And what a lot of these artists go through, one of the main artists that comes to mind for a lot of people is Kurt Cobain, part of the 27 Club. And his main issue was the fact that he had all these kids that were looking at him like the ultimate person to, to, to become. And Kurt was looking at himself in the mirror like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand who I am. But he had all of these people following him that didn't understand who they were, but identified so strongly with him. And obviously there were issues within the industry. The idea behind the torture genius. Mm-hmm. When rock and roll first started to become a, a very popular thing and a very prominent thing in music, fans and the media and critics would just glorify and glamorize the fact that these artists were struggling and the fact that, mm. oh, you can go out and, you know, abuse drugs and drink as much as you can. And it's cool because it's rock and roll. Like, what else are you supposed to do? Like, you, you make money, you make music, you drink and you do drugs. And it's not that way anymore. I they mean, dehumanized it's, them. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. Like artists are so dehumanized by the media and by fans Mm -hmm. as much as we want to say that we don't do it as much as we want to say that we don't contribute to their mental state we 100% do the more that we invade these people's lives and the more we push them and pressure them to do better and to be better within the industry and they don't take care of themselves the worse it's going to get I noticed that the first time I ever really noticed that and watched it happen was with Kanye West Mm. The decline. I mean, he went to the music video awards like a year or a couple months after his mom died. And he was just on the red carpet drinking a bottle of of, ja- Hennessy, of yeah. honey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he and then he got up on the mic and bashed Taylor Swift. Yeah. He never had enough time to kind of like heal from what happened with his mom. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with Ye, with his loss of, of Donda, his mother, you could see creatively he didn't know where to go because she was a muse for him really his his mother poured so much into him and when you have somebody like that taken away from you and you also have a super ego those are major conflicting things and giving somebody more accolades is just as bad as taking them away in my opinion so when you have such a loud applause for somebody and such a huge backing behind them once that applause stops, now where do you go? Mm-hmm. It's just as bad as not having the applause in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And the the fall is quite mighty. Mm-hmm. And having having all that pride and having a lot of arrogance and then having everything kind of crash down on you, 
there's there's a lot. All of these it's are factors. There's, All of there's these. There's a lot of issues. Just think about being one person mm-hmm. and being just so immersed in you know wanting to please other people with your art, and as much as you don't want to think about the fact that you're doing it for yourself, but you're actually doing it for so many other people having to think about, you know, your own mental state and your own mental health and try to focus on that and try to leave the spotlight and try to walk away from everything that you've created. That that's why so many of these people have problems. They can't they can't walk away. Once it's They don't know how to. Once it's commodified, it's not for you anymore. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do as a person and that's what it comes back to is that these people are human. Period point blank. Especially, I mean, in everything and and when we listen to them on music platforms, when we read about them, when we follow them on Snapchat, when we follow them on Instagram, we think that we know them and thinking that we know them dehumanizes them even more. The whole thing is really interesting. Something that I read about was in the UK, they classify artists by levels. So they classify a level one artist, an artist being someone that is just coming out with an album, creating their first one, and no one really knows about them or listens to them, and they're doing it solely for themselves. A level two artist is someone that has already come out with their first album or is working on their second album. Level three artist is someone who has come out with quite a few albums, does live shows all the time but isn't really known outside of the UK and then four and five are like worldwide big artists and they talk about these different levels of artists in order to know how to communicate with them effectively especially if they are struggling with mental health problems like anxiety and depression or substance abuse and that's how these organizations approach musicians so they'll ask them what do you classify yourself as what do you classify your group as and then they go from there I just come back to this wanting to know why we don't focus on this more here in the U.S. Why don't we have any organizations like this? Why don't we go to music festivals all around our country and advocate for something that is so it's so real? It's obviously there. We all see it, but we just don't acknowledge it enough. Like, why aren't we acknowledging it? Why aren't we enlightening people? So many artists come from the U.S. Why aren't we doing it here? Why are they doing it in the U.K. and why are we doing it here? I blame everything on money. There's got to be somebody cheap not wanting to give money to actually helping somebody. And also there's not much money and there isn't much profit when there isn't struggle. Somebody's got to be struggling and Mm -hmm. somebody's making money off of that struggle. And usually it's the artist struggle. And usually it's big wig record companies that are funneling the the money out of the, the artist's pockets. It would have to be an entire dismantling of the record industry for us to have something like that here i feel like we would have to start ground up and i don't know how that's possible because what do you mean a dismantle do you mean that it would just be detrimental to the music industry in order to start something like this no not at all it'd be entirely beneficial for the record for i'd say the the people within the music industry but the industry itself where the dollar signs are coming in of course it's detrimental to that because people aren't going to want to provide something let's say Take Elliot Smith, for example. He was an amazing artist, unfortunately, took his own life. But his music was so painful that it was beautiful. If somebody gave him help, if it was funded by the record industry to give him help and he starts making happy music, do you really think it's going to sell as good as sad Elliot Smith? No. And that's, that's a travesty. It's so sad to say that. And it's a shame because somebody could be here today if there was more help. Mm-hmm. If there were more signs for these artists, but there isn't not, not even if there were more signs, the signs are clear. 
if you read his lyrics, you can see if you read half of the the artists today, hell, the popular the most popular songs have a whole lot of pain in it. Some of our favorite artists are going through some of the worst things that you can imagine and have been going through these things since their childhood. But if we gave them money to get help, you really think that anybody's going to profit off of that? No, not at all. So we got to get the greedy people out of the record industry, number one. And I don't even know if that's possible because to go into business, you got to be a little greedy. So everybody just has to go independent from now on. That's my that's my resolve. It's crazy because it almost goes full circle. It's like there's this problem to begin with and we need to figure out something to fix it. But if we fix it, then that means that we won't be making money and fans and the people that glorify these artists won't be satisfied with the music that their favorite, you know, musicians are coming out with because it isn't the same. And then if we don't fix it and we let them go, then we let them go. It's like with Amy Winehouse. She was pushed to that point. When you're just so glorified as an artist and people are seeing this beauty in your own pain and they're following you around and glorifying the things that you're going through that are real and and they're not fun and nobody should have to go through them it's it just pushes you to the edge and if you fix that problem then you're right the industry loses money these artists lose money because their music doesn't sound the same and then we're dissatisfied i want to talk about strategies on how to get past this Back to Amy Winehouse. She was abusing crack cocaine. She was abusing heroin behind closed doors with her fiance. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew about it. Everybody but knew no, about it. But nobody did anything about it because they were like, if we do something about it, then she's going to probably have to go to jail and no one's going to be able to listen to her music anymore. And then she's going to get out of jail and be unmotivated to make any more music. So who's going to do anything about it? I mean, her biggest hit was rehab. Mm-hmm. Come on. Can it be any more clear? Almost every artist we name has some sort of issue that had no resolve. If they're not around today, it was because of that. It's so true. You think of all the greatest artists. They all come from, they've either worked through their own pain, which takes a lot. And there are certain artists that have talked about that, Mm -hmm. which props to them. But then there are the other ones that just, you know, never got the help and then later resulted to committing suicide or just an abundance of overusing drugs. I'm guilty of glorifying the fact that Amy Winehouse had mental health problems because of the way that her music came across. I mean, that was the way that we all listened to her music, like Rehab. That was a cool song for a while. It's a great song. We were all kind of like, when do we get to go to rehab? (laughs) We shouldn't be thinking about that. Yeah. I mean, she had intervention after intervention. She didn't do anything about it. There was nothing that anybody could do. Everybody just kind of gave up. You have Demi Lovato, who's been to rehab three times for substance abuse. And she just came out with that new documentary on YouTube. And she talks about her experience and how her team of people, they kind of essentially walked away from her. And they said, we don't want anything to do with you. She would come from a night of partying Mm -hmm. and go and perform live like nothing had happened and then go and abuse again and her team was just kind of like "Mm -mm." like we're walking away we're done with you unless you go and do something about it I would have never known about that either and I feel like a lot of artists don't have teams like that Mm -mm. because their teams are that's their way of making money so they're not going to do anything it goes back to the money thing again you get someone to go get help their team isn't making any more money because they're not doing any publicity and they're not doing shows and they're not doing anything it doesn't even have to be a team it doesn't even have to be people that don't know you it's families that are selling their kids into this mess 
Want to hear more? Check out our KCSU Music Podcast pages on both SoundCloud and iTunes to find our new and updated weekly podcasts. This episode of Acknowledging the Mentality Behind Music has been brought to you by 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins.